Some podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg, and I have breaking news. The state of Georgia is open. Is it though? <laughs> is, is it? And we come, kind of, which means yes, have some is open. We are we can officially be open for business again. So, well, we can't touch you. Still can't touch. <laughs> we have to wear masks and can't touch each other. Um, yeah, welcome everybody to Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. As always, I am here with Abigail Gardner. What's up, dudes? And Jacob Walsh. Yep. And I learned a fun fact about Jake this week that I want to spring Uh-oh. on him. Mm-hmm. He, uh, I don't know the exact quote, but it was a Jake has an aggressive aversion to crunchy tacos, is what I learned this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and let me give a little Jake taco <laughs> shamed you for eating a crunchy taco. I did. I so last Saturday. We decided we're we were gonna go out and get some groceries and stuff. We ended up getting Taco Bell and eating it um, in like an empty parking lot. And I ended up getting taco stuff all over me because I got a, a crispy, crunchy, hard taco shell. And Jake said something along the lines of "Anybody who eats a hard shell over a soft shell is a fucking <laughs> moron." It was something like that. I don't. I don't think it was that harsh. I just don't understand. I, I thought it was like a common thing that <laughs> soft tacos are just much no, better. To be better. Like I feel like the person who created the crunchy taco shell, whenever the soft taco shell was created, they were probably like laughed out of <laughs> business. No way, dude. See, my theory is that crunchy is better because you can't make it at home or at least it takes an oven. So, like, with a soft taco, you just pull it out of the wrapper. You just put, I did this today. I just put cheese inside of a soft taco and some salsa, and that was it. But it's a hard taco. It's like it takes time. It takes crunch. And I like that other theory. There's no way to get no, a hard taco at home. The taste is so much better. And also, crunchy tacos just fall apart. You bite them, and they crunch apart. Which yeah, but is, then you pick them up with your fingers, and you got all those good little that's bites. That's not what it is to eat a taco. No. <laughs> I like it. That's, that's how I eat a taco. That's oh. a salad. And if you're Craig, you drop the taco in your lap that's and then eat salad. off your lap. So here's the thing. I, I actually do prefer a soft taco to a crunchy taco. Hard but tacos are one bite away from exactly. salad. Yeah. Ta- hard tacos you, are salad. If you bite it the wrong way, it's just salad on your uh, placemat. Oh, uh, your placemat. That's what I was missing. Your wrapper? I normally you needed do, one. I normally don't drive with a placemat. Um, I prefer soft tacos, but they've got the Doritos flavored tacos at Taco Bell. And that's why I went with, with those, which they're much better than like a regular taco shell. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was... Um, See, hold on, hold on. That shows you how bad crunchy tacos are. They have to make them out of Doritos to get people to eat them. It's like a whole new, like, guys. Dude, that elevates it. I think it's better. You can't get a soft. It elevates it into something edible. 
Well, here's the thing. <laughs> like, yeah, it covers so, up all the. <laughs> I've had this theory before. I like spicy food, but I'm not sure why. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I sweat. I drink more, but I like it. And it's kind of like the. I like a crunch, but I don't know what about a crunch now, makes me enjoy the I food like a, more. I like a crunch too, but I think when it comes to tacos, I I always get. I like when they do stuff like a like a crunch wrap where it's it is it's got the crunch in there, but it's still. Got you know that th- this is both what, worlds. Yeah, this is what the uh, this is what this quarantine has done to us. We're just having an episode <laughs> about tacos. We have nothing else to talk about. So Dude, stupid. I've right, eaten so, so many tacos over this quarantine. I've realized I only I'm know done. how to make tacos, pancakes, and pasta. Huh? Those and scrambled so, eggs. That's all you need. Three easiest things. Yeah. To um, make. and toast. <laughs> Very good at that. Uh, anyway, so let's go ahead and get to this fuck budget. Number one, uh, Gordita Supremes at Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Uh, hey, I, taco. I literally have hot sauce right here on my table. Just <laughs> Jake, listen, listen. Just sauce. Just worst part. Sauce. Worst part about Craig's hard taco. They didn't give us any sauce. Yeah, I was fucked. It's really upset. Well, I like. I like the mild that's, sauce. That's why you got. That's why you got to not throw away your extra sauce. Yep. So you, talking, you always have some. Jake, do you have a sauce drawer in your house, like in the kitchen? Yeah, I do. Or, or I have a cabinet package full yeah. of sauce. Yeah. Do you have glove compartment sauce? I do not. Just in case. Just in case. Um, this guy, I don't uh, talk about my, my, my friend from high school, I used to drive. <laughs> what if you him. installed like a pump in your car? No, listen, hold on. This is important. Okay. It's not that important. My I idea would, is still pretty good. It's only important. <laughs> a sauce pump. Um, <laughs> my buddy Mark in high school, I would pick him up and drive him to school every day. He lived pretty close to the school, uh, but I would pick him up and we'd talk and stuff. And uh, he kept Pop-Tarts in my glove compartment specifically for him to eat when he got in the car. And you never ate those Pop-Tarts yourself? Because I definitely would. No, because I only like the brown cinnamon flavor. I don't like the other strawberry and all that. Okay. Well, that's another problem with your taste. <laughs> Wildberry a- Pop-Tarts are better. I'm sorry. Right. Craig only likes the worst flavor of Pop-Tart. Got it. God. Brown sugar cinnamon is terrible. Big it's surprise. what they give you in prison. It's like, oh, you know what's great? Rice cakes. Those are great. I like vanilla. <laughs> When it comes to ice cream. <laughs> oh, man. What's a wild Saturday night for me? I don't know. Sleeping in my twin bed alone. I don't have a twin bed. Yeah, I was going to say, you do have a mattress. I do have on a mattress. The floor. Yeah, we're living like <laughs> this quarantine, man. I tell you what. But living look, like kings. Like I said, Georgia's going to be uh, opening and everything will be fine. Um, welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to Yes, Have Some. Uh we're going to have some fun tonight. I, I, I've been excited about getting back into it. Um, listen, there's a lot going on. Not in uh, the things we normally talk about, but there is some stuff going on in the world of movies and TV and toys and all that. Um, but uh, before we get any further, I wanted to talk about this Ghostbusters art book that uh, is starting to kind of uh, get out there. This was something. Oh, you're holding it. Thank yeah. you. Um, this is put out by Printed in Blood and Inside Editions. And uh, it's available for pre-order now on Amazon. And I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to our buddy, John Yurkaba, who is a great friend of Yes, Have Some Podcasts. He's helped us. He's done art for us. He's been on the show. He's been in unaired Dr. Pepper commercials. <laughs> and uh, he's done it all. And uh, he's he's featured in this along with a bunch of I other... I can't really see. No, it's fine. Okay. A bunch of other incredible uh, artists. So shout out to John Yurkaba. Make sure that you pre-order the Ghostbusters art book. And really... There's a ton of great art 
Dan Schoening's got a really great piece in there and yeah. artists from all over uh, showing Ghostbusters love. I, I, I really like that. Yeah, it's a good read. Like uh, Jason Reitman. It's a great read. It's, a, it's, it's more of a great look through. Uh, no, I was, I was saying read because Jason Reitman wrote the open for it, which is really nice. Um, it kind of made me feel good and emotional going into the the look through through the rest of the pages. And I really enjoyed it. I like art books and I like seeing stuff celebrating Ghostbusters. So it's very cool. It's not yeah. it's not the usual stuff you see. So. Right. And I, we'll, we're, we're going to talk a little bit of Ghostbusters a little bit later. I've got some thoughts. Um, uh, Jake, I know. So uh, we had some technical difficulties last week. We could we just couldn't get this thing off the ground. <laughs> Uh, even though we've been podcasting for five years, sometimes you or just... Or Zeppelin needed steam. It did. By the way, this... I did not know about this Key and Peel sketch that's been going around group therapy, the, hey, I'm steampunk now. Did you guys know about this? Yeah. I know Jake did, because you watched Key and Peel. I knew about that because I've watched Key and Peel, yeah. Well, it's very funny, and it even it though is. they did it five years before us, I think it makes me feel closer to them. So <laughs> uh, because it doesn't make us unoriginal. It makes us like validates us because they did it first. So <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. They cool. invented steampunk. <laughs> but no, but the same um, idea. I just like the idea of Jordan Peele, like secretly really beat. Like what if he does a steampunk horror movie? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be down for it. Like I feel like it would be serious. Um, so uh, last week, uh, Jake, you we we didn't get a chance to show them off. I don't know if you have them near you. If not, that's okay. But you had picked up a couple of those Dinotopia art pieces. Oh, um, I completely yeah, I forgot. Um, I don't have them near me. Yeah, I bought some. Uh, I completely forgot. No, Will you describe each picture in detail for us? <laughs> I bought three um, uh, paintings that were done. Uh, for uh, for the background of the Dinotopia cartoon that came out, um, it's like a one of them is like a cave scene, uh, one of them is uh, of the hatchery, and the other one is just like a uh, like a tree and some some greenery and stuff. And it's just uh, they're they're original paintings on like illustration board, and they have like the little you know uh, code things on them for for you know use and production or whatever and. Yeah, I found somebody selling them on eBay, and I was able to I was able to grab three of them. So yeah, it was funny. Cool. Jake messaged me and was like, "Take a look at these," and we're we're trying to figure out if they were real. And we both kind of came to the conclusion like, "Who's faking Dynatopia art?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's probably who, authentic. Oh, it's definitely authentic. I, I compared it to I've got a couple real Ghostbusters cells that have um, the background painting, and and you can see those production numbers on there. So mm-hmm. uh, those are very cool. Uh, it's just it's another one of those like. It's just another amazing thing you want to collect. Like if you're a fan of art or prints and like just getting like a piece from from an animated anything that you actually enjoy. Like I love my real Ghostbusters animation cells. I just don't. They're kind of hard to display. Maybe they're not. Maybe I just haven't done it. It involves framing, which just takes a while. Framing? Expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah. Jake. We're making it's, excuses. It's essential. We could, we could tell. Yeah, we, we could do it. We could put those things in. But when you have a bunch of them, you don't want to, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, All I'm saying is I'm, you, saying? I don't want to, you don't want to go buy a bunch of friends. I don't want to buy a bunch of friends is what I'm saying. I'm just saying I'm excited for these goddamn Dinotopia things. Um, and also I revealed to Jake that I had no idea what Dinotopia was. So, um, <clears throat> it's a movie, right? I thought no. it was a fruit flavored drink. Nope. <laughs> it's a show. No, it was a um, it was a book series that it was a book series that came out like in the early in the early 90s. 
Um, but it's like, it's not like a novel. They're, they did end up making like novels later on, but the main book was just called Dinotopia. And it was, it's like paintings. The, the guy who came up with it, he, uh, he he's like a he's a he's an artist he's a professional artist and he painted all these like really really beautiful pictures of like you know dinosaurs and people living with dinosaurs like coexisting and then he kind of wrote a story around that and um and that's what the book is and the book did very well and and he ended up making uh like four more of them but then there was a cartoon that came out like a cartoon movie there was like a TV miniseries that came out which is really awful and it kind of has nothing to do with the books and, but they, they kept making some things, you know, there, there's some stuff out there for it, but, um, it's just really cool. The artwork's all really amazing. And I remember when I was a kid, um, you know, like they used to you when you used to watch TV and you had to watch, like, there would be like infomercials for things. Oh, yeah. There was like a Dinotopia infomercial. And I remember being like, I don't know what that is, but we have to order it. And, uh, you know, like, I also remember seeing them at like um, the Scholastic Book Fair yeah. and stuff like that. I feel yeah, like it's just a really great it's a really great book series that I grew up with. And then past that, the guy who created it, James Gurney, he is like he's he's a pretty like prolific artist and he does a lot of artwork for, you know, magazines and like a scientific thing and like dinosaur discoveries and stuff like that. And uh and now I watch his YouTube channel and I like buy his like painting tutorial videos and, and, uh, I like learn stuff from watching him. So it's cool that like that kind of, you know, it started with watching or reading and collecting like dinosaur shit when I was a kid. And it's like, he's still putting out content that has kind of grown as my interests have grown. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I'm looking at images right now, like of little kids with dinosaurs holding them and stuff. It's it's really cool. I yeah. like Dinotopia. I want to get into that. I'm just thinking about how awesome it was when you were a kid just staying up late watching infomercials and like it's just the power of advertisement. Like by the end of it, you're like, I'm buying those encyclopedias. I will call <laughs> this number right yeah. now. I will send my money and in, in monster six- ballad collection. Yeah. Any of that. I stuff. love watching old like CD collection <clears throat> well, music. I, commercials. You know, what's funny is like the one for the ballads specifically, like I knew five seconds of every power ballad. I want you to show me. Yeah. That yeah. one or like uh, they're the uh, more than words. Mm-hmm. I never knew the rest of that. Just, I'm the one who wants to there be it is. with you. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Cool. Uh, so you guys should get uh, monster ballads for me. <laughs> and uh, Dinotopia. <laughs> Dinotopia for um, Cool. So, uh, yeah. And then Abby, uh, started a new collection. Yeah. <laughs> apparently I'm, uh, like a Lego builder now. Tell me about this. You've been pretty anti Lego. Yeah. I've been, a, I've been a huge anti Lego, uh, person my whole life. My brother, um, played with them and collected them. We used to have huge Rubbermaid bins full of them. Um, and I don't like following directions necessarily and didn't at all as a kid. So I used to just kind of like get in there and build my own things. But, uh, recently with this whole like quarantine thing, um, I've kind of wanted something that I can actually do as a project and feel control over in my life. So I picked up, um, my first thing I actually picked up was the Harry Potter, the night bus, which I haven't put together yet because I've been telling myself that I'm going to do that as like a big finale piece. Um, but I got this for like 20 something at Walmart. It was a, on a discount, which is pretty nice. I think they're phasing out this Harry Potter line. So they're, they're canceling Harry Potter, even though there's no Harry Potter movie coming out. They're like, let's just cancel that too. It's over. So yeah, I'm excited to build this. And I did the first thing that I actually built, which I'm proud to say I put one together, um, was this Captain America 
it's his like motorcycle and some like bad guys. And I really just cherished and relished the process of sitting down at a table and putting out my little tin and putting the Legos in and slowly putting it together piece by piece and following instructions. Yeah. Guess what? Finished. Yeah. I feel like a piece of shit. This is why you're over there concentrating on Legos and developing a new hobby. Uh-huh. Jake is doing these incredible art pieces and putting them on Instagram, just like hand free drawing, amazing <laughs> lions and shit. And me, I'm just like on Sideshow Collectibles, like, I guess I'm buying Hot Toys now. <laughs> that's, that's my artistic expression. But you're staying Craig strong, and that's what, no, that's what matters. I, and here's another big reveal that Jake revealed to oh, me yeah. this week, and I didn't even want to get into it. Apparently, Craig Strong is a goddamn scam. It's a fraud. Yeah. He, he <laughs> made me... Craig Strong... Craig's weak. Craig is very weak. We won't, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. Craig Strong is, a, 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 I'd like to say, somebody else coined. It's fun on a podcast when somebody else coins a term. but It's it, a little nickname I gave myself. It, yeah, it, it's just, it's like when you're in a store and you don't think you should buy something, you don't think you should barge on something, but you have to look within your soul to stay Craig Strong, right? But what Jake and I really came to the conclusion was it's actually uh, irresponsible and it's a sickness and it's an addiction and I probably need help. I probably need some help. Um, so we we might have to flip the Craig Strong thing to uh, like a Ghostbuster, like Craig Strong with the cross, like the red no ghost through it. Don't like, do it. Don't be Craig Strong. Uh, the opposite. Okay. I say go for it. Okay. Um, Jake's uh, there's Nike has just do it and and we have do it. Do it, do it, do it. Um, so yeah, so what we're saying is we're having fun and we're, we're able to pass the time with diving into our hobbies and and all of that. And, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's been good. So, um, I bought new shelves. They're behind me. That's what I did. Craig strong. Um, we're not in the living room tonight. I I like being in this room much better. There's more things to look at. Yeah, it's, I was sick of just seeing like the the kitchen, the undecorated kitchen in yeah, the background. Yeah, I was staring at a wall in there. There's so much more interesting shit to look at in here. Um, I just wanted to show my last thing, which I don't want either of you to make fun of me for. I hate this so I much. Bought, excuse me. I saw this uh, at Walmart. It's a Frozen 2 light-up bowling kit, and I'm really excited <sighs> to open it tonight. Abby was like, wouldn't it be fun to bowl at the house? Dude, I'm like... Whatever you think this is going to be, it's For, not. When we walked past these, I like did a like I did a head turn. I was like, "Whoa, that would be really awesome!" And there was like some little kids like looking at it too that were definitely agreeing with me. Hey, the jokes on you! Bowling alleys are opening Friday. Yeah, I know that's <laughs> stupid. This is in opposition of that. You should get your own bowling kit. These right. light up. I'm going to do them on my ramp in the front yard tonight, cool. and I can't wait. Um, We're going to go ahead and get to the fuck budget. We haven't done a fuck budget in a while. Before we do that, I do want to let everybody know. Uh, Yes, have some group therapy on Facebook has been a ton of fun. Uh, the community is growing. There's been a lot of really good discussions in there. There was a good discussion on to open or to not open vintage action figures um, and people posting their recent purchases, getting stuff on the eBay hang we've been doing on Friday nights. So um, join Yes, have some group therapy on Facebook. We'll, we'll give you a more detailed instruction a little bit later. You're looking at me when you say that, like I know later on, you're going to tell them how to get there and what okay. to do. Um, but let's go ahead and get into the uh, fuck budget. What do you guys think? Let's do it. Cool. Let's do it. Let's fuck do it up. It. Did we get uh 1200 more fucks this week? as a stimulus. It's a stimulus. Oh, cool. that would have been good. Stimulus fuck budget. Um, 
What we do here is we have five topics in movies, TV, toys, and pop culture where Jake and Abigail have to spend their fuck bucks. Each one of them get ten fuck bucks to spend. They have to spend it wisely because you cannot go over your limit. That's the fun. And that's the fun. That's where the fun is. I also realized nobody knows it's called the fuck budget because when we we had a thread (laughs) group therapy last week about uh what what do you like about YHS or something and oh, everybody like kept saying fuck bucks, fuck bucks. or, or yes. fuck bucks. I was we like need, we need a fuck budget t shirt. You know we what we should do? We a should first bank of the fuck budget. We should print out actual fuck bucks and send them to yes, people. Yes, that's what I've been saying since we started the fuck budget. No, first time. Okay. Uh uh-uh, uh I want big, big ones. We should go to our listeners to the front door and knock on it with like a, a huge fuck buck. I'm not going it's to that. We should we should we should make them look like regular money. And encourage people to try to actually buy things with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's a really legal. good idea. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Mix. It's legal to do that. Counterfeiting money podcast. A little bit. All right, cool. So <laughs> here we go. Are you guys ready for your first topic? <laughs> go ahead and plug group All therapy. Right. Group therapy. If you guys want to join, all you have to do is log into Facebook and search for Yes Have Some Podcast Group Therapy. You will find our closed group. There are tons of people. We want to get it to 1,000. We're almost there. So all you have to do is ask to join. We will either myself, Craig, or Jake accept you immediately. Um, from there, you can post as much content as you want, as long as it is quality and not memes and original. And let's keep it you know, centered around the podcast and the sort of things we talk about on the show. And then we'll all comment. <laughs> I love when you hold on. And if it's not good, Ryan will delete it. I so. love, I love that halfway through it turns into a uh, a warning. I- <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, it, you better bring good content, or you're getting booted. All right. Here we go. I'm fine. I didn't die. <laughs> Never kicked anybody out. Yeah, dude. Once a week, maybe. <laughs> One guy. Don't, One guy. Don't Nick. be that person. One guy. Don't be him. Join all right. Up. Here we go. Number one on the fuck budget. The next Halloween movie is coming out. Halloween Kills is going to hit this fall. The writer of the movie, James Jude Courtney. It's not the writer. That's the actor that plays Michael Myers. I was looking for his name. The, uh, the writer of the movie, Danny McBride. Yeah, he's one of my one favorite of people in the world. Um, they're saying that this one is bigger and badder and meaner than the last Halloween movie. When it comes to Halloween Kills in general, Jacob Walsh. How many fucks do you give? Zero. Whoa. All right. Uh, Zero fucks. Uh, The last Halloween movie kind of sucked. It it, it was nothing like the original, I didn't think. And I think these kind of movies, when you say bigger and meaner, that's not what they should be. We don't need a bigger, meaner. This last movie was like so much – you know, overblown out of proportion compared to the original Halloween. I don't need it even bigger in me. It's already too big. And I just, <laughs> I, I don't like that at all. Zero fucks. I don't give a shit. I tried to like, I, when I, when I saw this was on the fuck budget, I was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go back and rewatch, uh, you know, the last Halloween. And, and I couldn't, I couldn't get like 10 minutes into it. I was just like, Nope, don't give it. This movie sucks. Damn. I don't Damn, care. Damn, that's cold, but I respect you and I respect your opinion. All right, turn? so zero. Zero fucks. Zero's the answer. Zero. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I gave this one fuck, and that fuck is strictly going to Danny McBride as a co writer on this script because I like him so much and I'm just into his shit. So I care about one fuck's worth. The last Halloween movie, Jake, I did not go back and rewatch. I thought about it. 
Um, but when I saw it in the theater, I think I liked it. I liked like kind of the direction it was going in, but it really didn't stick with me. Um, and it's kind of at this point, like such a bloated franchise that, yeah, I mean, when they say bigger, badder, meaner, like, is it really going to be, or does that just sound worse? Like, does that make it any better if it's like that? Um, so yeah, I do say Halloween's my second favorite horror franchise. It's behind uh, nightmare on Elm street. So it's like, I care. I got to give it one fuck, but not more than that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't bigger and meaner like, the, the fact is Halloween, the original is one of my all time favorite movies, definitely my all time favorite horror movie and kind of it, it's probably just run its course. Like, yeah, I'm going to go see it the first night. I want to know what this new trilogy is all about, but yeah, we don't need a new Halloween trilogy. And mm-hmm. I think one thing, you know, we all watched the Halloween remake, the Rob Zombie one a couple years ago, which when I put this on the fuck budget, for some reason, Abby was like, Wait, is this about the Rob Zombie I'm one? Not watch the Rob- <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it has that one. I was like, no. I was like, Whoa! I was like, why would they just randomly be making a sequel to that? Um, oh, that's great. I feel like history is going to look back at the Rob Zombie movies and be like, you know what? They're not incredible, but at least they did something a little bit different. Because at the end of the day, that last Halloween movie, even though I enjoyed it and I was entertained by it. It's kind of a, it's a rehash. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a rehash. It's Michael Myers yeah. talking. And I, I didn't. Okay. You don't want to rehash with just a slight update. I will say that Lori Strode, her comeback was better than Sarah Connor's comeback in dark fate. Yeah. But that's not saying that, that, that doesn't give it any kind of, <laughs> that's not saying anything that doesn't yeah. give it any kind of respect. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like with the, I feel anything like, is better than Linda Hamilton's comeback as Sarah Connor. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's not saying much. That discussion we had earlier about the tacos was literally better than dark fate mm-hmm. by miles. <laughs> God. Anyways. Okay, cool. Well, we won't spend a whole lot of time on that Halloween movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. One fuck. One fuck. I'm going to see it. I'm going to go like probably opening night. I'll go see it. Like I like the original and I like some of the ones that are bad. Here's my idea. I I just have a really bad taste in my mouth from the last one because their whole thing was like, Hey, we're going to erase all the canon. We want this to be a true sequel. We want to do something really special. And then it wasn't any, it still sucked. Here's what they need to do. This is where Danny McBride screwed up. Reboot it again. And make Walton Goggins the sheriff of Haddonfield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just yeah. have the movie about him hunting down Michael Myers as his, <laughs> but, like, as his yeah. character from Vice Principals. Though. I like that. And Dan McGuire would have to be in it too and play like a driving instructor. Yeah, imagine. And he'd get what, Michael Myers in there one day. Imagine what Walton Goggins would be like. I'm about to put a motherfucking bullet in Michael Myers' head. God, that would be so good. Don't fuck with me, Mike. All right. I'm just saying. That would be better. Number two. I agree. Yeah. This isn't really news, but it's news to us. We've been having this ongoing discussion about the MCU in our group chat. We've all been taking on. You know what's funny? I realized. Hot takes. We've all been rewatching the MCU in some weird fucked up order. <laughs> like no rhyme or reason. Like, yeah, I watched Guardians 2 and then Civil War and then Ant-Man and then Endgame. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> um. God, I just did the nerdiest laugh. Like, it's so funny to watch a lot of We did Endgame and then uh, Infinity War and then Civil War and then shit. What was the other? 
Guardians. Yeah. yeah, and then we did Infinity War. No, we did uh, Endgame again. So here it to is. Finish it. We're going to focus on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And maybe as we do fuck budgets going forward, we can include one of these MCU hot take moments. Or maybe that should be a segment every week, the MCU <clears throat> hot take of the week presented by Jacob Walsh. <laughs> Actually, we're going to do that after the fuck budget. Uh, all right. Here we go. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. We all recently watched it. It's been a couple years since release. When it comes to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Abigail Gardner, how many fucks do you give? Four fucks. Ooh. Yeah, that's the highest amount of fucks I'm giving today on this fuck budget. I think I like this movie. I know I like it more than I did on my first viewing of it in the theater when it first came out. Um, I still don't think I like it more than the first volume because that's just got like a super special place in my heart. Um, but my interest in Guardians of the Galaxy has gone up since James Gunn did his uh, Twitter watch along for volume one a couple weeks ago. Um, I, that made me put on volume two a couple nights after that just so I could get back into it. And um, it's it's just great. Like it's funny and heartwarming and I end up crying my eyes out by the end of it, which is kind of the goal for these movies. Um, Rocket Raccoon like shines in every moment and never fails to make me laugh i love nebula more than i thought i did and more than i ever have um so yeah it's it's a fantastic movie and i can't wait there's a watch along for this thursday night at 9 p.m um you can follow james gunn on twitter and i'm going to be doing that even though it means i'll be watching it again for like the second time in a week i'm gonna watch it again because it's it's a four fuck category movie uh, i'm so excited for what what's that what's gonna happen next uh <laughs> jake <laughs> Should I leave or get a tissue? Or no, because we're all gonna fight. Gardens of the Galaxy <laughs> Volume Two. How many? Fucks? Uh, I gave it, I gave it one fuck. Okay. Um, I gave it one fuck, and I and I, I gave it one fuck because specifically because it's like I I I don't think it's a. I think I would give it more fucks, but I, I gave a couple other things on here. It was it was the least important thing to me. Um, I think the movie's got some good stuff in it. It's got some really great stuff in it, but it also has like really weird nonsensical writing in it. And I feel the whole Yondu thing is bullshit and doesn't make sense, especially if you watch them back to back. Uh, I, I watched them both last week and um, it just doesn't make any kind of sense to try to take Yondu in, in the like last third of a movie, make him, such a lovable like he's that's just not what he is he's trying to he's literally two seconds away from killing everybody in the first movie multiple times and then all of the sudden in the very last moments of part two he's like i'm your real dad that's all <laughs> bullshit and all that there's no to me there's no emotion there because it's not earned i like yondu as a character and i think he's fun and i think he would have been cool to stick around and maybe like uh they could have played off of that stuff more in the movies and then got to that point. But it, it's like super out of nowhere. Um, I think the whole thing about making the villain uh, Peter's dad in part two, it's just like it's a I think it's all a waste because they took something that could have been really cool and really fun to develop and like follow him trying to figure out who his dad is and all this stuff. And they just make him a, a generic He's just a generic Marvel villain that just died. It's just all of that stuff is like, I don't know. It seems like someone, it doesn't even seem to me like those are plot points that James Gunn came up with. Cause I feel like he would do better than that. 
Whew. Wow. Yeah. Rebuttal. Dude, I mean, I have to say that the Yondu stuff doesn't, like, it doesn't hit hollow for me. It's something that, and I, I see your point. You don't, it's not necessarily earned, but at all those points at which Yondu was able to, like, about to kill people, or like you were saying, it's like he didn't go for that. Like, he, he never did. So I feel like his act was more, the bullshit was more him acting like a tough guy the entire time. I think he had a soft spot for Peter Quill. And I ate that stuff up and liked that stuff because I thought that having the troubled relationship with Ego was very, very interesting for Star-Lord to have to make that decision to be like, okay, so either I'm going to be like the ultimate, like uh cis male, like taking on all that I've inherited and being a piece of shit to other human beings, or I'm going to throw it all away and lose my uh, immortality and become a human again and make the decision to, to be a man. And I liked that stuff. And once you, once Yondu, like, I think the payoff with his funeral scene is, it's so beautiful and so moving, um, and one of my favorite things to watch that I wouldn't give it up, and it, it, it all, I, I like seeing Yondu come down and do the Mary Poppins, is he cool, and I, I still get choked up seeing that. I kind of think that it going with the sequel, volume two being the way it was, not like, it was a self-contained, kind of like a bottle movie, like trapped within uh, Ego, the planet. Like they didn't have other characters from Marvel necessarily coming in. It was kind of a dead end almost, but I really enjoyed the ride and I felt like it, it informed the characters a lot. So I, w- I have to say I loved it. But I do kind of understand where you're coming from with being yeah. frustrated. Well, I think... And, and- no, go for it. Go ahead. No, you're uh, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, in Guardians 1... There's a scene where Yondu has that, uh, he has his arrow to Peter Quill's throat and he, they're close up on his face and he's going to make the whistle to, to kill him. And the only reason he doesn't do it is because they're like, oh, we can, we can give you the orb. Yeah. How how do you, how do you go from that to, oh, he's your dad. We love you. (laughs) Oh, that's well, manipulation. That's, that's bullshit manipulation, and I and I'm not here for that. I don't think that he's a great person through and through, and I don't think you're supposed to be like, oh, it was all good at the end of it. Like he's still half shitty. I think it's all. I just think the. I like Guardians Volume Two a lot. It's a little bloated. I think the ego storyline and the uh, the redemption slash reveal of Yondu kind of being more of a father figure. I think that stuff works stretched over a couple movies because they don't really hint at all mm-hmm. of that stuff in the first movie, kind of like Jake's saying. So if you take the second movie to kind of get from point A to point B and kind of tease like, Oh, maybe there's more to him. And then you get that payoff in the third movie. Yeah. Um, instead of it being so compact as far as I ego, think, I mean, no, I was just going to say, as far as the ego stuff goes, I I think Kurt Russell is great. And he he is great. I, it's a little bit of a bummer that they take such a magnificent um, idea of this guy is a celestial being and has been around for like billions of years. And then there's a big fight and they kill him. Like it's it's one of those things. And I get it. It happens uh-huh. in these movies. It is the 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 core issue of the superhero genre or the Marvel movie um, villain issue. Yeah. I'll tell you what movie I'd like to see. That would be that type of exploring the relationship with children to father. And I would love to watch um, Gamora and Nebula and their training with uh, Thanos. And that's, I would watch a series or several movies about that. But that's that. a really good example. Well, that might happen at some point. Yeah. Like that, that, That's a good idea. But I think the problem with, not just guardians too, but like most of the Marvel sequel movies is 
the first movies end up being really good because they they have really good ideas and they and they have figured out really good, interesting, fun ways to uh, introduce characters and go through the origin stories. But then because they're Marvel movies and they're trying to connect everything to uh, Avengers films, their sequel, they don't have the, they don't have these great ideas for any of the sequels and all of the sequels, not all of them, but most of them end up suffering from the same thing where they just feel like it's just like shit we're trying to get through to get us to the Avengers. Mm. And, you know, like the Iron Man sequels are like that. Thor 2 is like that. Uh, you know, like Captain America to an extent is like that. It, uh, both of the Ant-Man movies are like that. And and I think Guardians 2 suffers because of that same thing. It's not all specifically like James Gunn's fault. It's just part of part of it. The formula the and the sausage yeah, making. But and the, machine. the formula, exactly. Yeah. I think you bring up a really good point, Abby, is that um, the where you see the relationship with Gamora and Nebula and Thanos and the way that is stretched, like that payoff from first being introduced to them and guardians, seeing what they go through mm-hmm. in the second one, seeing them go through infinity war into end game. That feels like more of a natural and realistic, uh, payoff. Yeah. Um, so listen, I'm excited to see what he does with volume three. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. Sometimes they just put a lot, in one movie and it, it I, that's always kind of my thing. Like we've talked about that with like dark Knight rises. I mean, where I really thought maybe splitting that into two stories or, or stretching it out. There's more buy-in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. but anyways, so, okay, cool. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. And, uh, well, let's, uh, let's keep watching some, uh, Marvel movies. Yeah. All right. Do it. Let's do it. <coughs> uh, next up coming up soon is a Blu-ray release for the 45th anniversary of jaws. Obviously, Jaws has been released and re-released mm-hmm. a lot, and we all own yeah. copies of it. But that's not going to stop us from buying it again, I don't think. When it comes to the 45th anniversary 4K Blu-ray, Jacob Walsh, how many fucks do you give? I I, I gave it. You know, I I, I wanted it. I kind of wanted to give this less than the amount. I gave it three fucks, and I almost gave it two. And then at one point, I was like, well, maybe I want to give it four. It's just like. It's nothing different. It's nothing I haven't seen. It doesn't have any kind of extras I haven't seen. It's just gonna. It's just another copy to buy, and because of that, it's like there's not a whole lot of excitement there. But then also, it's like, uh, you know, as long as I'm getting to buy new Jaws things, um, there is excitement there. So that makes me happy. Um, but like, you know, all in all, it will just be something I go to the store buy and put on a shelf, and it's no different. I'm wondering what like it what a Jaws anniversary uh, Blu-ray could have that you don't have, honestly. Um, but it, I mean, yeah, at this at this point, they've put it all out. You unless know, it the, came with its own barrel or its own like. Piece. It's just all been one. put out. Yeah, everything exists. Everything exists, and all the footage and all the pictures. It's all out there in some form or another, and yeah. there's not any new content being made for it. So there's there's not a whole lot they can do. It's just it's just putting it out in a higher quality format. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, go ahead. Well, we've been there with Ghostbusters too. It's like, we just buy it. Cause you got to yeah, buy it. Yeah. You um, buy it and you're excited about it. Yeah. But whatever. I gave this the same as you, Jake three fucks. And 
I, what I wrote down was we need this as a people. Um, so I think I'm more excited about it than you are. Um, I don't know that I've seen some of these bonus features like the making We definitely of. own them though. Okay. Yeah. They're well, on it. Yeah. Whatever the last one that came out had a, the like the yeah. Blu-ray that came out had all the, it's they got keep the putting stuff. out that same damn copy with the, the bad universal, like the, the, the the same as the Jurassic Park. The menus are like on the side. They're oh, kind of weird to access. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I shouldn't give this three fucks. No, then. You, delete that, those fucks. I said Jaws is in my top five, and I'm always excited to, uh, I, especially this time of year, like June, July, well, close to June. Um, I get excited to watch it, and um, yeah, it'll be cool to have all these features that Jake's already seen, um, and apparently <laughs> we've owned forever. But it's got a 44 page booklet in it, which is cool. Yeah, the booklet will, it's a new booklet, but it probably have different, it probably have the same shit in it, but whatever. Here's the thing. I want to, I want to admit something. It's fine. I want to admit something right now. Yeah. I don't, I've got 4k TV. I put in these 4k blue. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if it looks better or not. I never know. Do you have to get like a special DVD player to play that thing? Do you have to have like really good Wi-Fi connection or whatever to make all that? To be able to stream I, I've, noticed, it, yeah. I've noticed that my TV, both of them, the my the TV I already had and the TV I got from you guys, they both look like shit. And I think it's because <laughs> the Wi-Fi connection or something. They never nothing ever looks good. Everything's always pixelated. And God. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Dude, hey, you should just go outside and throw the TV and your modem into the yard and be like, I'm done. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Done with all of it. Done. Fireproof. Um, yeah, with 4K, you do have to have uh you have to have, have certain download speeds to be able to stream it properly yeah. i don't, we don't know. have that we don't have that here <laughs> we cool. don't have downloads here um cool i'm excited I'll, I'll, I'll pick it up it's always fun to go buy a new jaws thing at the yeah. store um yeah and i don't know what copy we have or don't have i don't even remember if they put out a 40th anniversary i guess they probably did but i think, they, um, I, think the, I think that might have been the blu-ray yeah the one i have is the 20th on dvd with the the with jake doesn't have the shitty cover yeah yeah the dvd it's got the the torpedo shark on it, it looks really weird yeah mm. that, that shark like i kind of knew what you were talking about when you were talking about the torpedo shark recently but then if you compare that to like the yeah. original put it's gross it's bad looking yeah it's super weird photoshoppy like just looks weird it always amazes me that that stuff like gets past approval like who looks at that and goes damn son you finally made the jaws poster better <laughs> <laughs> finally, you finally improved Mozart. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, cool. Number four on the fuck budget. This one I'm excited about. Um, Bill and Ted Face the Music is the third movie in the Bill and Ted franchise, which is one of our favorites. And as of yesterday and as of the tweets from the official account, uh, it's still being released in August. It is still planned on being out this summer they are putting the finishing touches on the trailer obviously it's been harder for the vfx crews to do that stuff working from home but as of whatever today is april 22nd 2020 bill and ted 3 still coming this summer with all this other stuff getting canceled i'm pretty damn excited about it who went first last time you did jake it's my, it's my turn. All right, Abigail Gardner. I gave this zero skeptical fucks. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, well, I love Bill and Ted. Yeah, super excited about it. But at this point, this movie's like Dragon Con. Like, oh, yeah, we're still going. We're still going to happen. Um, I don't feel... You're right. I don't feel strongly that it's going to have a theatrical release like it deserves. Um, it's a bummer. 
So, yeah, I also made a note that for Dragon Con, we should all be the the musicians aboard the Titanic this year if it happens, because I feel go. like that's funny. Um, but back to Bill and Ted. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to happen, so I can't give it more than zero fucks. Yeah, I want it to happen and be awesome, but okay, I don't trust it. Thought I was talking to everything's at, getting canceled. Didn't know I was talking to Jake already. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the, the worst version of Freaky Friday. Uh, now I like Dinotopia. <laughs> <laughs> Abby's excited about the Jaws DVD. Jake, you doing some Legos? Uh Jake, when it comes to Bill and Ted coming out, probably maybe. I also gave I gave it three fucks, um, just like the last one. Uh I'm excited about it. I'm excited about uh, I gave it three like confused fucks because it is weird that they're saying it's still going to come out in August when we don't know if that's going to be possible. But I don't think that the movie's just going to not come out at all. Like Mm -hmm. we'll see it. Maybe it will get pushed back. I'm excited that we're we're probably going to be seeing a trailer sometime soon. I'm just excited for Bill and Ted. Like I I don't know what the circumstances are going to be. And it's hard to even at this point, it's hard to even speculate about any of that stuff. Like, you know, we were talking about dragon con earlier. Like it's, it's hard to speculate because nobody knows. And, and I, and I don't, you know, we don't even know if movie theaters are going to be like a, a big thing that at that point, I don't, I don't know, but I, I am still excited about it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I, I still think it's kind of too early to, to really know one way or the other, like by July, I think we'll know like if movie theaters are open, if, if tenant, the new Christopher Nolan movie that keeps its release. I don't know. Maybe Bill and Ted will be the, the first big release. Maybe it'll be the highest grossing movie of the year. And, <laughs> and by default, it'll just win best picture because it'll be the <laughs> only the movie only that comes one? out. That would be amazing. Imagine that. Yeah. Uh, imagine Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter. Like they both get nominated for best actor. They're the only two nominations. Like whatever their wild stallion <laughs> song is wins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Station is presenting. And Death the is Grammys. hosting. It's an all Bill and Ted Oscars. I love that. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Dude, yeah. And just imagine that. Hi, I'm Ted Theodore Logan, and I'm Bill S. Preston Esquire. And this is, is the, the is the 100th annual <laughs> academy awards <laughs> uh, uh that would be good yeah hey well, i would watch that. it that would be better than the normal oscars mm-hmm. um okay cool so bill and ted may be coming out we'll see yeah we'll, we'll let everybody know <laughs> all right last up on the fuck budget tonight the real ghostbusters figures from hasbro the kenner classics the ones we all pre-ordered are now hitting Walmarts. And people seem to be losing their minds one way or the other. <laughs> so well, I really can't wait to talk about this. Yeah, it's controversial. It's leading subject. to all sorts of conversations. Abigail Gardner, when Y'all. it comes to the real Ghostbusters figures, how many fucks do you give? Two fucks. All the fucks I have left are going to these figures. <clears throat> and uh, I thought about taking my fucks back because I got mad because you came home from Walmart today with them. And I was like, wait. I, I wasn't there when you well, got them, so I'm very mad. I've got proof. So I'm taking fucks back. Here's Egon. Here's Egon. Yeah, dude, you got them. Uh, so yeah, this has turned into a controversial subject in group therapy. Um, but I, I honestly, I'm going to stand behind uh, what I believe, which is seeing these figures on uh, seeing pictures of them showing up in Walmart has brought me hope and given me happiness and um, giving my two fucks for all the hope that these brought me because I miss seeing new toys in stores and I miss having a chase figure and seeing stuff in group therapy that 
that we're all talking about and going after is fun. So I'm not supporting going out and uh, touching people or coughing or doing anything senseless like that. But if you're out at Walmart and you're already buying toilet paper or paper towel and looking for necessities like that, go ahead and look for the toys too because it'll make your day better. And uh, just to address all that stuff in group therapy, Craig was just asking for people to post where they were so we could know for a fact what uh, states had these figures out yet. So I'm giving it two fucks. I love them. I want more of them. I think it's, I don't think it's something to get upset about. I think it's I something just to be excited about. I just want to let everybody know. While, while Abby was talking, I was opening yeah. toys. How did it feel? It felt great. Good. Um, Jake, how many fucks? Um, I gave it all the fucks I had left, which was three. Um, and it's also three confused fucks because part of me doesn't part of me. Like, I don't care too much. I'm, I'm trying to not go out. Um, I know I have them pre-ordered and part of me is like calm and like, well, I'm getting them no matter what. But then the other part of me is like, oh, but I kind of want two sets of them. And if they're in the store, I want to go find them. I want to look for them. I want to hold them in my hand. I want to be able to open a set and then maybe keep a set closed. So I, I, I'm also like kind of surprised they're out already. I thought, I thought they were getting pushed back or, uh, just all, I don't know. It's, it's three emotions. Yeah. It's three confused fucks, but mm-hmm. I am excited about it. Yeah. So it's been really cool seeing everybody post that they're getting them. Um, so they're hitting earlier than we were expecting, right? So the the ship date was June 1st from walmart.com. And it's not terribly uncommon, as I was telling somebody today, for toys to hit earlier than what the release date is. So my guess is anybody who pre-ordered will be getting them in the next week or two. They'll probably start shipping. But um, that is, that remains to be seen. Yeah, that'll be a nice treat. Um, it, I it was really cool to see real Ghostbusters figures on the shelf. Um, it was a little bittersweet, though. And this is kind of the conversation I want to get into. <coughs> um, it's a little bittersweet, though, because they were just there. There was no Ghostbusters display. There's no advertisement for the new movie. Um, and this was supposed to be that time when we were building up to release yes, of Ghostbusters. That's after part life. of it. So there's... It, there's a hundred percent it's kind of kill it's like kind of killing our buildup that we were supposed to get and and because they decided to not push these back are we not going to get that buildup it's just like mm-hmm. oh yeah i guess ghostbusters is coming out now right. it's a little bit of a buzzkill now mm-hmm. we have heard that all of the afterlife specific figures are being pushed so we'll still get the traditional releases leading up to the new movie next march but it's it's just kind of mixed emotions. Like I said, I I think it it felt really cool to see them on the shelves. It, it was great to buy them. Um, some people have asked, "Well, you pre-ordered them? Why you buy them?" I'm like, I'm at a Walmart in 2020 in the middle of a damn pandemic trying to get paper towel. If I see a real Ghostbusters figure, I'm not gonna pass it up and be like someone else. But did you? But like, I meant to get you paper, find towel. paper towel. I meant to get paper towel. <laughs> <laughs> I, meant to. I, I did. Hey. He got so excited and you just forgot. I got an orange Fanta. Dude. Wait, no, I didn't. I don't think I did. I got no, something. I got an orange sun kiss. I got a sun kiss. That's what I got. Sun kiss. Got a sun kiss. You fool. I'm a fool. Yeah. Um, so I did just open this figure and I'm not, an, I'm a, I love toys and everything. I'm not an expert uh, enough to be able to compare it. Uh, to the originals, but what I'm going to do is some sort of a video doing a comparison to um, the new and the old. I mean, it definitely feels a little bit different. Uh, I think the pack looks cleaner. Well, it's because it's 
35 years newer. Oh, that's part of it. Mm. This, mm-hmm. hey, I'll tell you what, his leg's a little loosey there. Come on, Hasbro. What are you what? doing? Well, they're trying to be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't expect. Uh, no, no, no. This, this is great. This is a really cool figure. Um, yeah, I, I think it just kind of goes to say, like, I, well, I was telling Jake earlier that uh, it, it was kind of sad because they had Black Widow toys out. They had Top Gun toys out and Ghostbusters. All these movies that aren't actually, yeah. they're all getting pushed back. <coughs> um I want to have a let's fit let's round out today's episode with a little bit of a collecting discussion because there's a lot of opinions being thrown around. All right. A discussion about collecting or a collective discussion about Ghostbusters? Both of those. Okay. But this is specifically about these real Ghostbusters figures. Now, one thing that somebody pointed out is that these new proton packs on these figures do not fit the original Kenner releases. So Good. if your plan, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> <laughs> if your plan was to buy the, cause the original packs are, are they're expensive and they're hard to find not broken and things like that. Although yeah. I'll tell you right now, uh, Egon's electric orange proton stream has been, uh, re-released as a dull, like tangerine color. Uh, but Jake, you said good. Yeah. Why do you think that's good? Well, because fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, uh, no, no, no. I, I think it's mainly like, a, uh, if I'm going to collect vintage figures, um, I don't want to be mixing them with, you know, these new pieces that are just coming out. Like if I, if I'm going to have a vintage ghostbuster and I'm going to be that, I want it to be accurate and I want right. the old stuff. Then, then I want them to have an old pack. Right. I, I personally feel weird being like, oh, I'm going to buy the new re-releases and then take this pack off because I'll know. You'll know. I'll always know that that's not the original pack. And if I can't find an original pack or I don't want to pay for an original pack, then he doesn't have a pack. Well, so I'm glad they don't mix that's because stance. that's a vintage toy and this is a re-release. My, uh, when I talk, I told Jake about this earlier. It goes the week. against natural law to mix them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what? Jake's goes, nature. Would resellers by any chance like try to switch one of these in for and like sell it as an original? I'm sure that's going to happen, but really, like you, you, you'll they know. They could, but you could tell. You'll, you yeah. can tell. Yes. <laughs> Similar to the Star yeah. Wars retro. If you can't tell, that's your fault. So. Well, that is. I agree with that too. Um, earlier when I this week when I told Jake about the packs, his gut reaction, he goes. That shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I like the idea of going door to door and checking people's like first taking their temperature and then like making sure they're not mixing their vintage real Ghostbusters figures. And- hey, hey, hot take. You're not a real toy collector if you're buying new pieces from Walmart <laughs> to finish off your vintage toy collection. Whoa, <laughs> shots are fired. Now, what do you guys think about this? Uh-huh. Everybody's been buying these toys and posting, and people are very excited, and I get it. I yeah, understand why great. it's exciting. They're fun. What do you think about this? This other, I don't even remember what Instagram account, but this guy posts, if you want, it's something, he posted a picture of like his original Kenner Ray stance and was like, yeah, if you want to look at a real collectible, check this out. Abby, what do you think of that guy? Yeah, no, I can't. Microphone? Uh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I was looking for something on my phone. Uh, I apologize. I'm here. What were you looking for? I was looking to, because you, when you wrote down in our lineup what we were going to talk about, you said, how are we feeling about Ghostbusters Afterlife? So I didn't. We're, 
I haven't got there yet. Okay. Well, I didn't have any specific notes about collecting, so I was having a little panic attack trying to figure it out at all. So will you just you reiterate? Did write down, you did write down your opinions earlier? Yeah. I'm asking you, what do you feel about somebody who says, here's my original collectible, fuck everybody else? I mean, I guess I support it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Is there a response I'm supposed to be giving you right now? I don't care. I'm asking your opinion. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't care. Like, if he, I don't want a collector who's got an attitude. I think it's all for for you yourself. So I don't really, like, buy what you want. Buy the new stuff at Walmart. I'm not non-judgmental about what you collect. All right. There you go. Yeah. Jacob Walsh, what do you feel about somebody who does oh, that? Oh, I think he's such a cool guy. <laughs> oh, I think... I don't think people are buying the new figures because they're like, Ooh, this is going to be a collect. Like every, we all know that these aren't vintage. We all know these are re-releases. Right. Nobody is buying these. Like people are buying them because they're excited about them and they like ghostbusters. And it's a re-release of the old vintage thing. But for someone to be like, here's a real collectible. Go away. Oh, shoot. Calm the fuck down. Fuck Sit off. down. Yeah, I just got the context. Up. Okay. So now you know what's going Jake on. Jake just filled in one of the blanks that I needed. If you're lording it over people who are buying other things that are like newer releases from that line, that's lame. Nobody Here's cares. Real. Sit down. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Nobody I love cares. That. Nobody cares. Yes. So I, he- we know what kind of kid you were growing up, and nobody cares. <laughs> like your dad's a whoa, firefighter and he's the president. Like none of that's true. <laughs> he's a firefighter and the president. We smell your shit is all I'm saying. Is he the, is he the president from Independence Day? Yes. yes he's the pre- <laughs> no. Hey, he's the president of the firefighters. He's That's it. president of firefighters. Yeah, you you weren't listening. So. Oh. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think. The in volunteer firefighters. It's, it's really amazing when, when there's a new. This happens in toy collecting all the time. Anytime there's like a new big release and everybody's clamoring for it. Clamoring for it Everybody starts having all these like hot takes and opinions about like the right and wrong way. Like <laughs> this is yeah. all supposed to be fun. Like if you can't afford four, yeah. I think that to original... distill that down, it's in one word, it's jealousy. I think well, there is that. Yeah, you like, got some like I they have it, I don't, so I'm gonna yeah. hate on it. But listen, the original release, real Ghostbusters figures are very expensive. And listen. For 15 bucks, you can get something comparable that's very cool looking and displays well. And who cares? Like, the thing about collecting... We only care if you're mixing it with your vintage stuff. And that's the only that's rule. That's the only thing that's we care about. That's the only about. rule. Do not invite us over and be like, look at these vintage real Ghostbusters figures. We will leave so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine Jake with a blowtorch. <laughs> oh, I think about <laughs> No, an electric blower. Yeah, that would be less damaging. Just blow Um, them off the shelf. But I think like collecting is weird. And everybody's, here's the thing about collecting. Everybody's got their own personal like rules, right? There's no one right way to do it. But everybody has like their thing. Like we were talking about like Jake, when it comes to opening figures, if you, yeah, if Jake's, one of Jake's famous rules is if it doesn't destroy the packaging, like on a NECA figure, you'll take out the figure and display. But if it's something you right. really have to tear open, you prefer to keep it in package. That's Jake's yeah, rule. Yeah. And part mm-hmm. of collecting is you set these personal rules. Like the thing with me is my rules change every day and they don't make any sense, but I do have them. Um, I think it's okay for them to change. They can change. Um, what's that say? Um, can I Abby just wrote me a note. Um, so, Whatever your personal rules are, they're fine, but don't apply them to everybody else. Here's another thing with collecting and scalping. It happens. 
there is no way to stop people from going to stores, buying more than they need and trying to flip it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. And yeah, it's unfair. People do it with hand sanitizer and toilet paper. And paper <laughs> yeah, but if you don't want but if you don't want scalping to happen, the only way to make that not a thing is by not giving in to them and buying things at inflated prices. Like some exactly. people don't care and they want to buy it, but you can't have it both ways. You can't be like, oh, I want this early. I'm going to buy it and pay more for it. But then complain about a scalper because like, that's what that is. Jake, you're a toy collector. Have you ever paid scalper prices for something? No. No. And have you ever not gotten everything that you needed to get? N- not only if it was like on my own, you know, either forgetting, you know, forgetting about something or. Right. Just not wanting if if it was something that I wanted to get, I got I got it right. Like for the most part, obviously, there's going to be cases that that are different, like extreme cases. Like if you're in another country or if you are in the absolute middle of nowhere and there's nowhere else to like whatever. But like for the most part, this stuff's available at Walmart. You'll be able to find it. You have the ability to go out and get it if you want. Yeah. If people are buying up two cases of real Ghostbusters figures and selling it. For $200, that sucks. But if you buy it, you're kind of contributing to, like, resellers do it because they know they're going to be able to do it. Same thing happened with NECA. Ninja Turtles figures, same thing happens all the time. So this is kind of anecdotal, but I tend to think the people complaining about it a lot of the time are the people who, like, maybe aren't going to get them anyway. (laughs) Have sticks up their butts? (laughs) I don't know. It's like you don't have $200 to spend, but you also don't have 60 or 10 like. Maybe you're just not going to get them anyway. I don't know. I'm not trying to be a dick, but like, I like, the hunt. I like the hunt. Yeah. I like going out there and I'm like finding. Yeah. It's part we of the, feel bad for you if you can't get them, but don't take it out on other people by being a jerk. That you just yeah. described. What the community does. Toy collectors, Ghostbusters fans, fans of anything. Yeah, we're, we're not making any PSAs. Yeah. Do whatever you Video want. Video gamers. No one's ever been like, you know what I like about toy collectors? They're reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, nobody's ever said that um anyways never, never. now this kind of goes to the bigger discussion I, I was having the the thing i wrote down before i didn't mean to think that i got so upset i didn't mean to stress you out about that yeah no i just um, i took it in a different direction it's fine i wanted to talk about that bitterness that bittersweet thing i was talking about earlier with with ghostbusters afterlife because like the toys are hitting the art book hit the novelization is hitting like a lot of the stuff that was planned on being released as part of this buildup is still happening, but we don't have that, that payoff or light at the end of the tunnel in July. Mm-mm. Like we thought, does that, I guess my worry is does does that possibly ultimately contribute to a little bit of like when it finally comes out, it'll be great and we'll love it, but maybe strips away a little bit of that. Cause to me, the buildup's the best part. It's the most fun. And I don't know, I'm just feeling weird about it. I just wanted to get your guys' opinion. Yeah. I said, because I thought about this while I was sitting on the back porch and um, thinking deeply about afterlife, and I compared it to, I said, I feel like I just fell in love and started dating someone who's now going out of the country for 12 months. Um, and it's basically <laughs> like we just, I started a relationship and now I have to wait a very long period of time. I'm still very excited. I'm I'm very, I'm a little bit devastated. Um, I'm grateful for what we have and that like it's in the can and that it's still going to come out. I'm thankful for every little bit of social media interaction. Um, Jason Reitman playing word games on Instagram or McKenna Grace playing guitar, Finn Wolfhard just being like 
a cool teenage aloof <laughs> asshole on Instagram. I like interacting and being able to see little pieces of them when I can because I have to wait so long. It's kind of like having that long distance relationship of like, okay, I love this person. It's going to pay off eventually. But right now I can't see them and it hurts and it sucks. and I don't want to lie. Um, it's kind of breaking my heart a little bit. But I think that by the time it does come out, it will be worth waiting because we'll be able to have a proper theatrical release with all the hoopla and the red carpet and promotional stuff and uh, yeah, all the, the stuff we should be getting and all that shit, which is what I want. Uh, you know what I thought about Logan Kim? He's like a he's like a young guy. He's probably what like ten years old or something. Yeah, he's gonna be a foot taller when this movie comes out. <laughs> yeah. That is unrecognizable. It'll yeah yeah. He'll, because it'll be almost two years from when when it was. Him and filmed. McKenna Grace will be married by then. <laughs> <laughs> be so old. McKenna Grace, uh, <laughs> the recently divorced McKenna Grace. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I thought about that. It just, it just kids really grow fast. Sometimes they grow like ten inches in one summer. That's what I heard, at least. Uh, Jake, uh, what what are your overall thoughts about this stuff? Well, you know, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff similar to what Abby just said. I'm bummed about it, but also I am a Ghostbusters fan, and I've been a Ghostbusters fan for my whole life, so I'm kind of used to like things not going smoothly. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of like it's it's one of those things where it's like, well, it was too good to be true. Something had to happen to put a little bit of a damper on the excitement and luckily <laughs> that thing is just a pushback and not like a cancellation or uh, so you know, hey, like it's it's the, this is this is the equivalent listen hold on this movie getting pushed back a couple months is the equivalent of us having to wait on Ivan Reitman for the photo op for another hour or two. You know, it's, it's still fun and amazing, and it's going to be a good we're day. But we're just smiling. having to fucking wait longer than we should. That's for so funny. This is well there said. a chance? This is basically, you know, it used to be like, well, did you hear what Bill Murray did? Yeah, he tore up the script for Ghostbusters three. <laughs> this is Bill Murray. Not tearing it up, but just a little tear. He's like, just kind of messing with us. Like, oh, am I going to do it? Is it going to? God, this all ends with it just being like it. the new Ghostbusters. Remember that time like uh, the U2 album went to everybody's phone? Fuck that. That's going to be it's going to be like, oh, cool. Afterlife's out. It's on my Nexus phone Mm-mm. or whatever. It's on CBS All Access. <laughs> <laughs> with commercials uh, uh, that's what i'm saying i don't want that so it's uh, the wait sucks but it's going to be worth it because it's going to come out the way i want it to come out so I'm- I, I mean the thing we we've talked about this a lot but everything's getting delayed like this is not just like to us yeah. it's just it everything. would be more disconcerting if they were pulling a dragon con slash bill and ted and we're like yeah no we're coming out in august it's cool right it would it would be a bummer to me like you said abby if it just got put like straight to streaming but i'm okay with it getting pushed back because like you just said craig everything is canceled everything is pushed back so it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, if everybody else has to suffer too, then I'm okay with yeah, it. Yeah. I do love the, that makes my suffering less. The fact that everybody else is having to suffer makes my suffering do it. it the, 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 the scales dip. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, I'm okay decreases. with this. Cause everybody Life else is, is in suffering. Pain. I like Jake's scale of suffering. Soft taco <laughs> decreases the suffering. <laughs> hey, by the way, <laughs> listen to this. We're all gonna, like people are going to 2020 will be a very historical year. Like the Abby was saying today, that's good. People are going to like study the the pandemic, but people are going to ask us about 2020. We're like, do you remember 2020? Like, yeah, Ghostbusters got delayed. Yeah. That's it. That's all <laughs> I told say. my therapist that the other day. It was a very sad moment. Yeah. yeah well, it did anything sucks. Else, did anything else happen? Uh, 
No, I, I can't I, get over it. I ate more pizza than normal from April be, to June. Uh, Animal Crossing it, it'd pizza. Be the first, it'd be the first year uh, I've missed Dragon Con and probably, I don't know, like... 16 or 17 years or something like that yeah since i started going oh yeah. i guess we didn't we didn't even We've talk about the fact year. that san diego comic-con was officially canceled last Sorry. week um but the good news is that neca this is really all i care about uh neca <laughs> is uh going to do their reveals online and they are going to do uh their their exclusive yeah, i didn't want to go to san diego comic-con for the first time san diego. they're gonna be i didn't know this about neca yeah, so they're going to still do their reveals in some capacity. Um, so we're going to still see stuff that's upcoming for the year. And they are going to, whatever their exclusives were going to be, they're going to be uh, available online. They'll do, they'll do like an online sale of some. Gotcha. Um, anyways, you know what? <laughs> I have to fucking, I'm so happy this just happened. Yeah, I just pointed it out to you, so do we, it. We just got an Instagram comment, and I'm going to call this person out so hard. <laughs> This goes right to what we were just talking about. Um, I posted a picture of the new real Ghostbusters figures on the Yes Have Some Instagram, which is at YHS podcast. Um, Jake already responded to this. <laughs> I did, yeah. Which I love, but it, I'm going to go one better. Somebody on Instagram, you can see it on her. I'm not going to call out their, their name, but you could see it. This was their comment to the Kenner Real Ghostbusters re-release. Not a fan makes the originals worthless now. Jake responded, no, it doesn't because the original are vintage. These aren't. Now, Jake, that's not even a snarky response. That's just that's the truth. Fact. It's just the truth. Yeah. Cold, hard, straight up chills fact. You guys ever watch Bill Maher? He does that segment called uh, New Rules. <laughs> yeah. No, I do watch it. I just felt like guessing. That, Sorry. That's, not, that's not what I was going to say. Can you talk in the microphone? Yeah, you got it. Thank you. Reading Jake's rebuttal. Um, He does a segment where it's like, I don't know. What is it? It's basically like, nobody told me, but I know it's true just because kind of like, here's the thing about this person. I don't know that he doesn't even have the originals and can't afford to buy these new ones, but I know it for a fact. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know, but you know. Like... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know that this guy with zero posts and 96 followers. That's pretty good for zero posts, actually. <laughs> actually, he's doing pretty good. Yeah, we, maybe we should be good. It's just, this is, this is just a troll. Like, that's such a worthless. The only thing worthless is that comment. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. There's no logic behind it. That's like last year. For one thing, they're not the same. They're they're remakes. It's the same people who said yeah. that answer the call somehow made the first Ghostbusters less like there were like, forget what you that think. That movie did a lot of bad things, but it didn't make the old ones. Yeah, worse. there were people like, I can't even enjoy the originals anymore. That's a you problem. Mm-hmm. That's not a Paul Feig problem. Yeah, it kind of, right. a little bit. It is. Yeah, I think that's called projection. <laughs> um, it's just funny. But like we've been talking about the majority of people. I, I didn't mean to interrupt for that whole thing, but I it was. I liked it. I think it was worth it. Let's just start calling out our Instagram posters. (laughs) This guy said, oh, how about this guy? He said, these are great. Can't wait to get mine. (laughs) What an asshole. (laughs) Listen, I don't know. Give out his name. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Um, Cool. So, yeah, I think we're all on the same page. It sucks. We got to talk about it, but it's cathartic to be able to do this. And uh, 
It sucks, but it's a better option, I suppose, like compared comparatively to the way other movies are either getting pushed or released in. Yeah, we, I'm just covering everything we just said. Hey, it's a lesser evil than I think it could be. Friend of the podcast and one time co-host Hal Clay will be excited to know that Scoob is going straight to streaming. Yeah, Scoob. for sure. Um, Dude. Hey, good. last fun fact and we'll wrap it up. Did you know the original Scooby Doo movie when it was submitted for uh rating came back rated R? What? The one by what? Wow. Yeah. In what year? I didn't know that. James Gunn? So yeah, he wrote it. Um cuz somebody asked James Gunn on Twitter if they're ever going to re- release the rated R version. He's like there isn't one. It just we cut like one or two things out and it went from R to PG. It maybe had an F bomb or something. I don't know. I don't know how you. Have I need to know. In Scooby Doo, let's fucking. Was there like full frontal? If there was an f bomb, it would have to be said by Scoob. Yeah, like Scooby yeah. would have to say fuck. Scooby Doo, fucking do. Oh wait, yeah, full frontal Daphne. Yeah. Okay. Scratchy, is that one of them? Scratchy, scratch. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said. Who's that. your favorite Scooby Doo character? Scratchy, Fred, Scratchy, <laughs> Scratchy. Is, is that a no? no. Who are you? <laughs> Wait, what's his Scrappy? <laughs> Scrappy Doo. He's got Scratchy a son. Scratchy Doo. <laughs> Scratchy Doo. He knows Scratchy Doo. <laughs> All right, that was good. Oh, He's God. really itchy. Yeah, <laughs> Scratchy Doo has fleas. <laughs> what's wrong, Scratchy? <laughs> Oh man, he's scratching again, Scoob. Oh God! Come on, gang. He's scratching all his fur. <laughs> Disgusting. Okay, stop. Is <coughs> oh <God>. uh, <laughs> he good? Yeah, no, I'm gonna keep laughing. Then that's where Scoob. legends are born. So Scoob's available for streaming. Scoob. Scoob. Scratchy do. <laughs> <laughs> um. So listen, That's when you on, don't wash your hair, you got a scratchy do. But pay attention to the S have some YouTube channel. We're going to put up some new stuff this week. I'm going to do some video. I'm going to take down that joke I just made. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do some video uh, reviews of these new real Ghostbusters figures. I'm going to do some comparisons to the old ones and see, uh, see what's different about them. I think you should put them in a wrestling ring and then like have them like contenders that you like list off their facts. Okay. That's just an oh, idea I had. Idea. Cool. Like, <clears throat> oh, like in that. this corner, Egon in this corner Spangler. we have. Yeah, that's a good idea. Egon Spangler, but they're going to be the same. Basically, Coming in, no, you're going to have to point out the differences though, because that's the whole point of the it, video. It's like the subtly. most subtle differences, and then they fight each other. It's very like forty old version. And now I paint the blue pants. No, black. it's very celebrity death match. All right. Ooh, they should bring that back with Scrappy Doo. Um. Okay. Thank you everybody for joining Scratchy. us. Scratchy. Yeah, Scratchy Doo. Sorry. God, get it right. Um. <laughs> You can follow us on Instagram at YHS Podcast. Am I a mom sometimes? Yes. Scratchy? God, I, I went slightly off of the fucking rundown. You had a meltdown earlier. That's OCD. That's not mom. Abby's looking at me going, I didn't. You said we were going to talk about. <laughs> I start short circuiting. I love it. Wouldn't it's change good. it. It's good. Um, Jake, anything else to uh, plug or talk about before we leave? Nope. Guess I'm going to work this week. No. That's about it. It's like Donald Trump says no, but Brian Kemp's like yes, and I think you should just do whatever you want. Yeah, I think you should go buy a toy. Yeah, and then complain about it. Um, you guys can tune in to us uh, wherever you get podcasts: Spotify, YouTube, any of these podcast apps. Really, what I want to ask you: we've been getting some new uh, 
new five-star reviews on iTunes. Um, really helps us out a lot. We don't really plug it enough, but if you could take a few minutes out of your day, leave us a review, leave us five stars. Tell us what you love about yes. Have some podcasts that will help get us in front of more people. And also don't forget the Patreon is free for the rest of the month of April. We'll probably have another bonus episode dropping next week. And, uh, we'll have that up on the regular feed. So you don't really have to do anything special, but if you do want to go to patreon.com slash yes, have some, you do have access right now to all of the posts. All of our current patrons will not pay anything for April and May. So if you do sign up during this time, you'll get two months free. Nice. It's like and a next sale. week we're doing a scratchy do episode for we the are. bonus. We are. It's going to be good. The history. Everybody <clears throat> submit your scratchy do fan art to. <laughs> so yes. Have some cast at gmail.com. <laughs> And we'll pick a winner. I think we'll of send like, you free flea medication. I think of Scooby Doo, but with like all the little like the the nasties, like the yeah. the bugs and stuff. Yeah, it's disgusting. Okay. Like Linus has. There you go. Um, yeah. That's what I'm imagining. Yeah, Charlie Brown has Snoopy, and Linus has Scratchy Doo. I love that because he's poor. He's stinky. By the way, if you can't afford the real Ghostbusters figures, that's also okay. It's okay. You don't oh have to be able God, to buy yeah. things to to be a good person. Yeah. Uh, we've been there it's all right um there for you i'll send you 15 if you're at walmart and you can't afford it i'll send you 15 dollars. become friends with us on facebook make a sad post it'll be just like the paypal uh, you or real quick real quick and then we'll finish this so they're doing this mortgage relief program where you can uh get a delay on paying your mortgage and i looked into it and i was like this is great you know what it is you can delay it up to four months, and after the four months, you have to pay it all in full at no, once. No, no, no. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was no. like, what? this is worse. That's ridiculous. I was like, I can't, I can't afford my mortgage. They're like the mob. That's it's awful. like, no, you're That's fine. So but no, we need it all now. Yeah, or it's really bad. Die. Um, listen, everybody, you can also tune into the YHS eBay hang for more info on that. Go to the Yes Have Some podcast, Facebook, official group, group therapy. We already talked about that earlier. It's easy. Join. For Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, my name's Craig Goldberg saying... Try not to spill any Dr. Pepper during the eBay hang this Friday. (laughs) Don't do that. And uh, no, do not Actually, yeah. Get enough Dr. Pepper so you can spill one and keep one and then display one. Oh, it's like collecting. Um, And uh, if you have any rules that you like to abide by for collecting, let us know because we can talk about that on the show. Mm -hmm. We need content. Yeah, dude. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys.